Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? It's been a while, and I'd love to watch a romantic comedy. James, are you a royal? Hello, I'm here with Sarah. Did she say what? Did she say the f word? No. What? Are fucking you an royal? effing royal? She. I think she might have said Are you're you? fucking royal. Hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm Justin. And I'm Sarah. And this is romcomcom.com, or Sarah likes to call it romantic comedy commentary. I said it backwards, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. We're getting it's back to the loop of things. Been a while. And this week we are gonna do a Christmas movie. Yes, because it's that time of year. And what Chris? And if everybody didn't recognize from your quote, like your very well-known quote, if that didn't yeah, tee people off to what movie this is, don't what, you all know this? What movie are we doing this week, Sarah? It's a an Amazon movie called Your Christmas or Mine. And this is a new one. Brand new. Came out December 2nd, 2022. Let me lift the veil, though, for just one second. Um, mm. You you did not write down a quote prior to us beginning this when you watched the movie. Yes. And um, with your usual cool, calm <clears throat> demeanor, you were checking IMDb quotes page, which apparently does not exist Doesn't for this have movie. One. So we just it's too new. So we just sat through the trailer to very find long. a quote. It is a long trailer. Told the whole thing. Well, it did, but as we were watching it, I said, oh, it's not telling us the whole movie. And then it kept going. Like a normal trailer length, that would have left us with right. quite a bit of mystery. I guess Amazon wanted to make sure we knew what we were getting into. <laughs> and what we were getting out of it <laughs> yeah. and what we would have when we were done with because it. Because we certainly don't have 100 minutes to dedicate to something that we don't know the whole story <laughs> of. But it, So if your quote wasn't as memorable as usual, it, that's why. Yeah. And it was uh, pretty fun to watch happen. I could have said, what was the other one? It was like... You don't get to choose your family. <laughs> it's like, well, that's obvious. Oh, I am excited for both of us to do increasingly bad accents during this. Trying <laughs> you to do Scottish. You don't get to choose your family. Family. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to choose your family. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, none of them are Scottish, but that's okay. I don't think I can even come close to a British accent if you hold a gun to my head. Really? I think I would think I'm doing a British accent. Like what I just did, I was trying. I wasn't oh, making that's Scottish. That wasn't yeah. me making fun of you. That was well, me trying anytime, to do British. <laughs> anytime Brian does it, it comes out cockneyed. Like, that's oh, I love Cockney. that. That's not. But isn't Cockney British? Well, yeah, like but co- like Brian can't do anything except Cockney. Wait, do can you do your impression of Brian doing an impression? Oh gosh, <laughs> she's always like Rita Ora, Rita Ora. Oh, he dry he drops, and he drops the, yeah. the T's. I love like, that. But not all British people drop their T's. I was hoping when you said he was doing Cockney, like, what Adele was... Adele comes out with, and it's very, you know. Dropping the T's and checking on the chimney and do do do. It's very <laughs> like well, it's not how all the British people talk. I was hoping you were going to say that he spoke in really specific slang. Oh, like that that I would enjoy quite a bit. Like he sounds yeah. like Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, or in Snatched, all that, the British. Oh my God! If he started talking like that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Can I do a Cockney? Nope, can't do it. That's can't. Cockney. Was that a yeah. Cockney? It's a very, and it's a, do, 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 it's a very sing Look, sing-songy. Song-y. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very. like, it's what, <laughs> it's what, um, what's his name? Did such a terrible job in Mary Poppins, Sick Man Dyke. Oh, yeah. It's a really bad Cockney accent, which is what we're doing. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. We're bad at it. Well, I think that's also, 
God, was it Jimmy Fallon or someone would do a Paul McCartney accent? It would just be. Oh no, it was Keith. He would do Keith Richards. And just, oh, I'm very much <laughs> this in it. I'm just so right. And again, I'm not even close to yeah. British whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, think James Corden. He has a more normal, everyday, run of the mill, the equivalent of a midwestern american accent is, this is maybe a little posh so is they so they're a you're an anglophile know everything about british culture everything. that's why i'm asking you so there would be in your mind the equivalent to a mid like a neutral british yeah. accent yeah like that's never even crossed neutral. my mind until this moment that there would be like oh yeah hmm. i mean and then you get north and it gets weird and like there's a specific kind of a york sound and liverpool kind of a sound and you go south and it gets a little more posh you know south that's what they were making the joke about is that he's from the southwest area mm-hmm. which is very mm-hmm, kimball well, like it's a very yeah. underbite type place well, that's even that's even more high class oh. yes and they talk very up in their nose with the underbite yeah um like alex jennings the guy who plays his dad Oh, he yeah. always plays royals. Mm-hmm. He has that type of accent. And you can hear it in their accents, too. Like, he has a more, you know, fancier posh accent. Pop-pa. She has a more, like, British working class <laughs> accent, you know? She has a Brian type of British accent, <laughs> yeah, is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you want to summarize, in case anyone hasn't seen this film, though? Or do, the trailer. Or the tra- you Yeah, you could really watch the trailer and get... <laughs> The whole thing. Yeah. I mean, do you want to give a very quick summary just so that no one is is lost? Though, I would say up front, I think this is worth dedicating the 100 minutes to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's only 100 minutes. Is it, is, it, is it 100 minutes dead on? I don't know. I can't find it. It's not long. It's worth your time. But... We were like halfway through and I stopped it and I was like, oh, this is a quick movie. And I said, well, we have like 100 minutes left. I said, no, that's just how long the movie is. We're like halfway through. She's like, oh. So. Uh, she did when I walked in, if this is any vote of confidence to anyone listening, whether they should see it more than Sarah and I, uh, her 10 year oldish daughter, 11, 11 year oldish daughter, <laughs> very much enjoyed it. So, yeah, yeah she did. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> 95 minutes on the dime. Wow. Yeah, so right hey, on. Yeah. Right in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get any background we don't get to see where they live we don't get to see much they're just getting on trains to go home for christmas and they're dating and they uh say goodbye and then he gives her a present she's like i said no gifts and they get on their separate trains to visit their families and she starts to open her present it has a cute note in it and she's like oh maybe i do want to see him so he jumps off her train and then he's sitting on his train feeling like all warm and he was about to tell her he loved her so he jumps off his train and they switch trains big surprise but neither of them sees each other they barely get on the other train and they head off toward the other person's family's house so she goes to kimball is it kimball or kimball it's kimball because we just watched the fugitive and it's richard kimball (laughs) oh this town was named after him (laughs) no it's it's kimball is the name of the town Kimball is Richard Kimball's last name, and it was different because oh, well, they, they kept should... saying Kimball and then being corrected to say Campbell. They should change it in honor of Richard the good Kimball. doctor's innocence. That's yeah. right, because he's innocent. Check every hen house. Um, and so I didn't kill her. I don't care. I don't care. 
<laughs> uh, it's a one-armed man. Um, so they're going to the Richard Kimball's hometown, right. early named after him. Exactly. And it's this big-ass country estate. It's humongous. And she left her phone on the other train, so she doesn't have her phone. So she can't call. She just arrives at this house. And outside the house in the woods, this guy pulls a gun on her, like a big old shotgun. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't go in there. And he lets her pass. And then it's very cold in there. And it's only the housekeeper and his dad. What's his name? The dad? No, what's the character's name? Uh, they call Humphrey? him Gilet. Oh, the, you uh, mean James. Uh, Hubert. Yeah, but Hubert. Hubert James, Hubert James whoever. Because she, she says James. He's like, who is James? Yes. Oh, there, wait, I kind of... Oh, no, it's gone Oh, no, already. now you're Sean Connery. I, know, I, I had it for a second. Who is James? For just a second there, I had it. <laughs> this is going to be awful. It is. It really is. <laughs> and then her name is something else. Her name is Haley Taylor. Haley. Haley Taylor. The great Halo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he arrives at her stop only to find that her dad is driving an ice cream truck and selling turkeys, turkeys frozen turkeys and he ends up walking because he didn't know that was her dad and getting like stopped by two youths in a dark alley and has to give them five pounds each to find the street and it turns out that they're her younger brothers he arrives and um they are like confused about who he is her aunt, or yeah, her aunt is immediately hitting on him to the point where he finally says he's gay because he doesn't want to um, well, she, have the, her come on to him. Well, I thought it was, did she he say he's gay because the aunt was hitting on him? Yeah. Or, or is that, I thought it was she called and told him not to say they were dating before well, that. Well, that too, oh, okay. but, okay. but it was like, he had to say like, oh no, Haley's single. Yep, Haley's definitely single. Mm. And then she like grabbed his leg and she's like, and I'm gay to try to like keep her from jumping on him. And um, I mean, then like all kinds of silly things like she lets the dog get out. She discovers that his mom is dead. She finds all her Christmas ornaments and hangs them up everywhere while drinking a whole bottle of sherry. They get stuck in their places because it's a snowstorm. But my God, that looks like the lightest snow I've ever seen for a snowstorm. Uh, same with him he gets stuck they do like a whole family spa day and then they run into his or her fiance bring him back and james is like who the fuck is this guy who's this fiance and she calls because she has to go off on the landline because she doesn't have her cell phone and she's like telling the fiance like get the hell out of here we broke up months ago but then they get disconnected she can't tell james james walks away his, everything's still canceled. He has to come back. She's still stuck at that house. What, how do they end up like? Then it's Christmas morning. The dad, the da- her, her dad. Man, this is this is hard to describe. Yeah. It's not this confusing to watch. Her dad decides that they should be together for Christmas, and he's like, "Oi, I got the car outside. Let's, Let's go." go. And then, and then the mom comes out, and she's like, "You cheeky bugger! We can't all be separated on Christmas. We have to go together." And decides to take everyone in the ice cream truck and drive however far it is to Wolfham Steiner. I don't know where she's from. And um, it's just strange because, like, 
what changed they were like mad at each other and he's like i don't know anything about you anymore and she's like well i don't know anything about you and your dad and you were royal and then all of a sudden it's like christmas day and it's like we've got to get them together or something yeah that was that all kind of happened yeah it just did it just it happened lots of love. it's just fine so they drive up through all the snow and meanwhile she and his dad are driving with his grandpa is the one who had the gun to begin with and they're taking the tractor and then the tractor gets stuck and they meet on this country road right not very far from the house oh his dad saved her. She had asthma. Oh, that's right. And she was out trying to get to the train station and basically collapsed in the snow and he saved her life. He went out and yeah, found let's her. Talk, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So anyway, they come upon them on the, in the ice cream truck. Everyone's so happy. Then they go into the ice cream truck to have alone time and say that they love each other, blah, blah, blah. And then they come out and they're like, oh, we're going to have Christmas at this giant house and then they're like oh we left gran at home so they all drive back to that scene where they gran they say like you know we left we left grandma at home and you mm-hmm. see her just go to the stairs and look kind of left like, hello <laughs> and it just hard cuts <laughs> yeah. that was pretty funny so the whole family, that got a laugh out of me yeah that got a sincere laugh out of me in the end they take a picture with his polaroid camera in the end it was again it's a good it's much less confusing when you watch it but it's yeah, it's, fun. it's easy to follow yeah it's a no-brainer so i looked up the two locations and it's gloucester and gloucester mac gloucester gloucester you pronounce it gloucester gloucester it How looks do, like gloucester but it's gloucester gloucester okay and yeah. then macclesfield sure macclesfield whatever either way it says that that distance is 119 miles oh England is so ridiculously small. Well, but I'm thinking two hours. It says two hours and 16 minutes driving. But But with that snow and there were back roads and that ice cream truck cannot handle well. And that thing had better to be than freezing. the tractor. Well, that you would also... think the tractor would do better. It's a tractor. Well, and I don't, in what world did they think a tractor? That guy's rich. You're telling me he didn't have a Range Rover or Land Rover or something? Right. Like, there's we... no way he doesn't have a fancy. Ass I understand. Car. There's he conceit, goes hunting. But yeah, he's gonna have a Land Rover. Absolutely, or Come a car now. he can call. Or Emma even said, "Do they not have cars as much?" And I said, "Yeah, it's true. They don't have cars as much. They've traveled by rail, but this is like silly." This conceit. Well, in, in that, that tractor, I'm sure we could, well, actually, I know for a fact we could do the math. <clears throat> Even if it was going, say, what, 10 miles an hour, which mm-hmm. it probably re- really wasn't, you're looking at a 12-hour trip right there. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. That'd be, that's a bit much. Yeah. Well, and also, what's the deal with him? So his dad, did you know so who? So what's the deal? What's the, I, 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 did you see this in the news? Uh, did you see this, uh, this in the news? <laughs> That's my Jay Leno, which is, Jesus Christ, I yeah. can't do impressions. This is bad. His dad, when his dad, so the, the, the son, the, our main character, his father, mm-hmm. the, gra- the, 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 um, Duke? No, he's not Duke. He's the Earl. He's the Earl. His father lives next door and is, is, looks homeless, but yeah. he's not. Um, did that actor jump out at you? Of course. Because yeah. He, yeah, because he was in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. Mr. David Bradley. He was, yeah. um, uh, what was the character's Finch. name? That's it. Filch. Filch. Because oh, he had Filch, Filch with the cat. Yeah. And the cat misses Mrs. Norris. Norris. Yeah. <laughs> we found a cat. <laughs> we found a cat in Tennessee one time and it was, 
on Norris Lake, so we called her Mrs. Norris. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great cat name, right? But he played he plays such a wonderful grouch. Oh yeah, in, in all of these, and then at the end they had that dinner where they got together, and he's mm-hmm. sitting next to the grandma, and mm-hmm. it's I guess hitting on her. Yeah, but isn't and she made I a comment confused. about seeing his tattoo. Oh, there was a lot about this family. I, I didn't understand. Is she yeah. married to the Caribbean black guy, or were they each other's in laws? I don't know. The fact that he was hitting on her and the other guy didn't seem to have Care. any comment on it yeah. makes me think it might have been yeah. different sets of... Because it's her, Haley's mom and dad. Her mom is black and her dad is white. And But, they ha, but they're light-skinned, so I wouldn't be surprised mm. if one of their grandparents was white. Yeah. So then they have a grandma and a grandpa, and the grandma's clearly white, and the grandpa's from... They even say he's from the Caribbean Mm. and I thought they were married but now I'm like well maybe they're I also thought they were married until that ending scene where she says I'll show you my tattoo yeah and it was uh, it was a pretty playful I'll show you the tattoo like also how big is that house it doesn't look very big to have all these people and Haley has her own room that you can keep empty while also having two grandparents and two younger brothers that's a good point too. I hadn't even thought of the it's size. It's like a row house. It's well, a what do they call it? A terrace. Well, and just coming back to the money. Like yeah. The one family is loaded as a giant house. Right. Can't we send a cab or a black car right. or a something to like for two hours? Or go like, get grandma and bring her to that big old. Or house. go get grandma and bring her to the big old house. Come on, it's yeah. such a nice house. I'd want to have Christmas dinner there. I would love to have Christmas dinner there. Her sure. doing that montage. So there was a montage of. She figured out that, well, the mother had died and she knew that, but they didn't talk about it. Right. And so she finally was told kind of She what wasn't happened. allowed to go in the drawing room. Yeah, but she found everything. But she went in there anyway, <laughs> immediately, <laughs> multiple times, <laughs> even though she was constantly yelled at to stay Sober out of there. <laughs> to be fair, she was going places. She was expressly asked not she to. She like, just going. Oh, she was absolutely in the wrong yeah. for a large portion of this film. I mean, yeah. it turned out okay, but really, like, if I had a house guest that was doing that, I was like, hey, you Can know, you it just. fuck out of yeah, here? Like, I don't know you. You just showed up. You yeah. kind of know my son. You know what? I'll give you a room. You can stay there. Just do me a favor. Like, don't go in these three rooms. With yeah. that. Can you do that? And or then even go just this room. one room. This one room. And then if they went in there, I, of course. We, oh, and then my dog. And then the dog got hurt. And then I'm going to, like, take all this shit out and decorate, even though you said not to. And then I'm going to. drag a to... tree in. Cut a tree down. Well, she didn't know she drug a pot in. Oh, she pulled. Yeah, she. That's yeah. right. She pulled it in from outside and made quite a mess. Yeah, and then she let the dog out, who got out and got away. And it's like, mm, I guess she was drinking sherry all morning. That's why she made so many bad decisions. Well, and so their housekeepers who gave her the sherry. The yeah. housekeeper was like, "Well, hey, let's have a let's have a drink and talk," because. She'd tried going home and there was so much snow mm-hmm. and so she had to come she back. Housekeeper, housekeeper knew she was isolated. And that's who explained everything to her about right. the mom and, and mm-hmm. all of this. But the housekeeper liquored her up and is just like, well, cheerio. Uh, and then where did she go? Places. <laughs> I have to pop out to the shops. Well, we've ran out of sherry and, and I have a drinking problem. So Stay out of back. that room. <laughs> and, just, and it felt, I said, um, it felt very much like, in Beauty and the Beast, when Belle is like wandering around the castle, and and the Beast is like, "Stay out of the East Wing," and she's like, "Nee nee 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 nee," and immediately goes into the East Wing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> can, why is she such a bad guest? Can the child resist the red candy-like <laughs> button? Nope. <laughs> well, then she goes in and and 
What I was also confused by, she starts lifting up in, you know, because they do this in every large British uh, home is they cover Cover things up with sheets so that you can take them off and dust goes. And she pulled it off and there was like... Drawings a wedding? No, there was the like house? the there was like the but a full di- oh yeah like diorama like thing. Yeah, but it looked like a wedding. There were like chairs and a yeah. Um, I was confused like a about setup. that. It was like the, is she just playing fun fun times? Because uh, the the dad did say like in all of our plans for the ha- I gotta stop trying to do a British act. I just I hope it's gonna land one time and you're gonna get your eyes will light up. You're like you got it. Um, she's like oh we had house. so many plans for the house before she passed away. It's like were you already planning, you planning your son's wedding, wedding? <laughs> or your renewal of your vows? Or, just or were you really just gonna have party? like Great British Bake Off filmed there? Holy shit! What if the, <laughs> what if that's what this was? This was like the prequel to Great British Bake Off. What if the sequel is that? Is what? The sequel is them starting the Great British Bake Off. But this is in real time. We can play with the timeline. I mean, okay. we can get her, it's it's England. There's like a time turner. We've already got a Harry Potter connection a here. Time turner. Can make it happen. Okay. I'm All just right. saying we could, this could be the beginning of a Great British Bake Off, you know, universe yeah. outside of even the show. Mm. That could be entertaining. I would watch that. <laughs> I would very much watch that. All uh, right. The Her dad, though, mm-hmm. I thought her dad... Because it was her brother. I think oh, the, really? her dad, I think, looks very young. Daniel to, Mays. To me. And the fact that he pulled up in an ice cream truck selling turkeys, mm. I thought was going to be like, oh, this is her quirky, older, deadbeat brother. Mm. And then it's like, no, this is her dad who's a pretty well, cool I think, guy. I can't get, I can't establish exactly how old they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, and, they had her young. They yeah. clearly had her young. And I think she's like 20. Mm-hmm. They're both way young. Right. In real life, Asa Butterfield, who plays James, is 25. For half a second, I heard Butterface. I'm like, that's not nice to say to somebody, Sarah. Come on now. He's 25. He was born in 97. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even playing 25, you're young. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they're doing this course together. Which in England, course means like kind of like course of study, like your major. Mm Mm-hmm. And acting, which is interesting. Mm. We don't get a lot of like, you know, like what attracted them to each other or like what, like they're so different. They truly don't seem to know jack shit about each other. I mean, absolutely. Because when he was in her room, she sees she's a magician. He's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know she could do magic. Yeah. It's like, that would be the first thing I'd want a woman to tell me. Like, I know sleight of hand. Show me. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to know? That I guess if someone so. could like. And you think it would come up in an acting course, right? Yes. It sounds like they just started this course because it sounds like they've they've referenced only knowing each other a few months, mm-hmm. and at one point I think they say like two months. So it sounds like you know the course probably started in September or whatever, and now they're like together. But obviously not saying the L word yet. But he kind of does. But he does yeah. a little bit. Which she like runs away. She's like, all right, happy Christmas. And walks away when he was trying to say it. And I think they just don't yet. They're kind of in that like period where everything is great and we are together and we don't have to think about our families and we're far away from them. La la la. You know, I think they don't know you know mm. they're both away from home in that stinking pothole of london or whatever whoever calls it that and so they can do and be whoever they want 
<laughs> the tw- tw- two months. I guess I didn't thread the needle on how long they'd been together. Yeah, two months. Yeah, and y- and you're already hopping trains and going and surprise. Like I don't know, man. Two months. You barely know well, that that's person. Why I yeah. think that's why it's such a like conceit that like oh my god. Maybe I should do it. And then just like jump on the train, you know, because they weren't ever planning on doing that. Well, he did, though. Man, he got him. I th- I thought he was setting himself up for a huge argument at the beginning of this because they're on the train tracks, like on the train mm-hmm. and off the cuff. He's like, well, maybe you could maybe you should come to my Christmas. Mm. And then she's like, oh, my mom wouldn't like that. Blah, blah, blah. If I, I, I have not done this exact thing before. But I have offered an invitation to something Mm -hmm. later than I should have in a relationship. Mm. And it created quite a stir. Well, quite a stir because it was, well, what I was waiting for to go is, well, if you wanted me to go, why didn't you say this two weeks ago? That's what came to my mind was like, I I was waiting for the fight. I thought when that happened, Hmm. I thought that's going to be what happens in this movie is that's what's going to create the fight. Is that why didn't you ask me sooner? Which would have been a very valid complaint. Mm-hmm. But he was standing on the train, like on the concourse. We're staying on the sure. train station platform. Yeah, at the station platform. Thank you. There we go. We're standing at the platform. <laughs> <laughs> and you're asking me to now just go? Excuse mm. me. I have well, gifts here I probably need to get give people. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why they work well together because they're on mm. the same page like where i'm going to my house mm. you're going to your house mm. the end you know mm. and like this isn't to her such a threat because she doesn't want to go to his house she wants to go see her family you mm. know this is the first time she's seen them in months mm. so it's like no no i have to go to see my family i don't know <laughs> May, maybe you're right maybe this is a way to show that they work well together I don't know. My, my, the hairs on my arm stood up when that <laughs> happened. I was like, no, 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 danger, danger. You mean, <laughs> don't do it. like you mean well, but that's not <laughs> how it's going to turn out. <laughs> like, that's not what she wants to hear, friend. Hmm. I felt like this movie had several, um, and I'll have to find a couple of them in my notes here, but like Chekhov's gun type moments that mm. didn't really pay off. The biggest one for me we just hmm. touched on was magic. You're sitting. I, realized, I know. When I re- it never. When I realized seeing like, <laughs> where's the magic? That, that she could do something was a way of showing like maybe you don't know this person as well as you do mm-hmm. to kind of set up for later when she has a fiance. Well, maybe or the ex. magic is that she created Christmas in his dad's heart. Well, okay, yeah, that obviously, <laughs> but I wanted something like a coin trick, you know, like it's behind, it's yeah. behind your ear. Oh, she did that to his dad. That would be so. That's funny. what I'm saying. I was waiting the whole, I, and I thought yeah. I did when it made it to the end, and they had the camera, yeah. and he was going to take like a, a selfie of all of them together. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's going to be a magician's camera, which I assume is a thing, and would like smoke would come out <laughs> or something. I, that's why I thought the grand thing, thing I hope exists. Well, because we made it the whole movie. Where it's like, oh, yeah, she's a magician. They had no reason to tell us that. I know. It, it's Chekhov's gun, man. It's yeah. Chekhov's magician. Don't tell me that she has a magic wand and then I'm never going to see flowers or doves come <laughs> out of her coat. Like, God damn it. And there were, I forget. I have them somewhere in my notes. There were a couple other things, too, where they introduce them and you're like, well, I'm going to need to know that. And then you're like, well, I don't <laughs> huh. need to know that. I wonder. The other uh, Chekhov's gun thing. And I... I knew this wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. but I was kind of hoping there would be a King Ralph turn in this because he mm-hmm. did randomly mention I'm 300th in line. 307. 307th in line for the crown. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with King Ralph starring one Mr. John Goodman. I've but never that's seen a, it. 
you're gonna want to ends up becoming like every it runs through everyone else king ralph he's an american and there's a giant if i remember correctly in the beginning of him they're taking a giant royal family photo and there's Mm. a cable going across like water and it electrocutes all of them and so they go to america and find john goodman ralph King Ralph. It's a classic snobs versus slobs movie. Ooh, okay. I remember it being good. I've talked about it a lot with, <laughs> with uh, my friend Will quite a bit about King Ralph over the years. <laughs> We've never sat down and watched King Ralph together. Do um, you just like to talk about it? Well, I mean, his his parents are passport holding British, British citizens. Yeah. Like, well, they're not just. Pa- oh, they. Well, I mean, they are. They, they have. They are. They are. I yes. actually don't know if they're passport. I think they do. Either way, they are off the boat British. <laughs> yeah. And so I often am like, are you. Could you be a King Ralph type of scenario? And he's Hell he, yeah. he plays a bit coy about it. Well, big surprise. Will equals coy. Well, and and so when Will got married, I was talking to him about um, Michael Caine, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I don't know. I talk about Michael Caine. It happens. Love Michael Caine. Everyone loves Michael Caine. Yeah, the best Scrooge. He, he was very. That was Muppets, yeah. right? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. great in that. Yeah. So I was talking to him about that, and for some reason, he just kind of paused. And he was like. If if I had one one British celebrity as part of my family that was coming to the wedding and I wasn't going to tell you, or, or no, would you want it to be Michael Caine? And if it oh, was, yeah. would you want to know beforehand? And I looked deep into my heart <laughs> to arrive at one. Obviously, I do want it to be Michael Caine, and two, I don't want to know it's Michael Caine because you'll weird yourself out. Well, no, I would. I'd want to be standing there getting a drink and have someone say in a beautiful Michael Caine <laughs> voice that I cannot do. Um, <laughs> You're drinking all the sherry or something like that. That feels like a very Michael Caney type of thing. I know you're drinking all the sherry. Can't do it. Damn it. Uh, but that would have been exciting. It didn't happen. Why do we fall down? No, it's too. It's too. Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Wait, I had it for a second. to pick ourselves I, back up. Mr. Wayne, what's the point in doing all of those pick up, those push ups if you can't even move a log off your chest? It's a little, it's a little too commoner, but it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Michael Caine. Was he the one in Jaws 5? What? Or Jaws 4? Michael Caine? I thought it was Michael. Yeah, Michael Caine. Sir Michael Sir Caine? Michael Caine was in Jaws 4, The Revenge. <laughs> and there's a very famous, like, uh... tiny clip of an interview where a person asks him if he's ever seen it. And he says, no, but I've seen the house at bought and it's lovely. <laughs> well. So, Michael Caine, get away from me, shock. <laughs> Did you know that he saw his future wife in an ad and was like, I'm going to marry her. And then he went to Brazil to try to find her. And it turns out she lived like a mile away in London and he found her and married her. You have told me this. I and freaking it's love that. It's probably somewhere recorded on this podcast. It probably is, but it's a great, but that, okay. And that's the kind of story <clears throat> that like context matters so much, I guess of like who you are and how you do it. Because there's a mm. different telling of that story that has a restraining order attached to it. Well, yeah. And then there's this story, this version of the story where it's like, he's oh, Michael no, Caine. He's Michael. He's, Hello. I'm, uh, you may have heard of me. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> 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 well, uh, you may know me from your Austin Powers movies. They're not out yet. He's uh, Austin Powers. He is. He's Austin Powers' father in the third oh. one. Gold member. Well, you're nailing that part. I can do um, I can do that apparently. Yes. I want to talk about the crown because there are references to it. The crown? Yeah, Alex tell Jennings every, plays everything. um Edward in the crown. The 
The one who marries Wallace Simpson and abdicates the throne? I don't watch The Crown. My well, mom, do you know m- about British history? My mom. My, my, <laughs> I know a little bit, yes. Did you know that Edward abdicated and then his brother, George, took over and that's how Queen Elizabeth became the queen? Why she did he was, abdicate? He was in love with Wallace Simpson, who was divorced. Was and, that the one that, could, so he could go marry like a commoner type of thing, American. right? She's a, a divorcee, an American divorcee. So he gave up the crown so that he could marry her. Didn't a princess do that somewhere, like famously? Yeah, recently. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, like in the seventies or eighties, wasn't there a very famous princess, maybe Grace or something like that? Well, Grace Kelly is an American film star, and she moved to Monaco and became the princess of Monaco. That's not what I was thinking of. I don't think, but maybe. Hmm. Well, then, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought there was one that very famously like left, but either way, so well, he's the, the most famous abdicator for sure, mm-hmm. and changed the course of British history. Um, but Alex Jennings, um, James's dad, mm-hmm. plays him in the crown. Oh, okay. And he's really good. And the housekeeper, Walters. What's her? Name? Oh, that's who I was. I I was. I had written down. Sarah, please tell me who how I know this Harriet Walters. Mm-hmm. What I know her from because she looks like someone I would know. Well, she's also in The Crown. <laughs> she's Winston Churchill's wife. So Harriet Walters plays Fanny Dashwood in hmm. Sense and Sensibility. Oh, yeah. She's one of the rich aunts or whatever. The high society. She looked really familiar to me in a yeah, way that like... she's in a ton I, of stuff. Like I a assume, ton, ton, ton of stuff. Like I kind of assumed that that was going to end up being like a cameo thing of a British actor that mm-hmm. I just didn't know but recognized. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was great. I liked her in it. Yeah. I kind of wondered watching it, again, why I thought maybe she was like a, a really well-known British actress that I maybe didn't know as well, was the fact that, you know, the amount of scenes that she's in, you could mm-hmm. tell it almost felt like, all right, you got me for one day. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do here? All right. Because they, they're, they're. Can you afford? Yeah. What can, we got one day. What needs to be in daylight? What can we do indoors? All right. We're in and we're out. Well, I was reading a review of the movie in The Guardian and they were pretty well bashing the movie. And they said that Alex Jennings and Harriet Walters are far overskilled for this movie. <laughs> Well, I would I would agree with that to some extent, but that doesn't mean that it's not a delightful film. It's fun, <laughs> yeah. And I watched an interview with Asa Butterfield. Well, they they were on the red carpet for the premiere, and watched an interview with him, and then Cora Kirk, who plays Haley, mm-hmm. and then Daniel Mays, who plays her dad. I would watch Daniel and, Mays in anything. There well, was something about that dude is that just in grabbed a me. ton of stuff. Great. He's actually really well known in England. He always ends up playing a cop. Really? <laughs> yeah. But he. Oh wow! You're. I'm looking at his. Um. I'm looking at his like IMDb, and everything looks to be like murder or mm-hmm. cop related. That's what he said in the interview. He said, "Well, it's nice not to play a cop for once." And um... see, I look at him, like the photos I'm seeing in him in this movie, and he looks kind of like a doofy, like a doofus, like a mm-hmm. fun doofus. Because he's a good actor. I can't pick. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I he guess got I'm a... really famous. I guess his big breakout role was playing a heroin addict in rehab in this movie. This guy? Yeah. The guy he was young. He was very young. You're telling me the guy that's selling turkeys out of Mm -hmm. an ice cream truck played a heroin addict? Yeah. 
I love this guy even more now. I know. He's a national treasure. His, oh my God, the speech he gives in it. I thought he did a fantastic job when he was at the end and they're wrapping presents ah, the night before Christmas. That made me cry. But in, and what I loved about it so much too is that it was like um, some of the best, uh, uh, oh, it harkens back to like my best friend's wedding how, mm -hmm. um, when they were going underneath the bridge and they were sort of talking about like sometimes there's like just this moment yeah, and, you either have, and then it's, it's just, real time. and then it's just gone and then it's just gone and it, but it's surround, it's just surrounded by other things. And that's perfectly what that was like. We're mm -hmm. wrapping a present, we're doing this and then we're back to this other thing. Yeah. It was, it felt very, it felt very real. It felt very sincere. And I liked it. Like you're right. I wasn't, I didn't tear up, but no, I definitely I like, I put my phone down I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like this is, yeah. Well, that makes me mad then that they say that Alex Jennings and um, Harriet Walters and Harriet Walters were like above this. Overcast. Bring Daniel Mays into that, please. Yeah, that gentleman Daniel. did wonderful. I'll say this: he's an everyman. I loved Cora. I thought mm -hmm. or uh, Cora, Haley Cora. Taylor. I thought she was so great. She sounds like she's more at the beginning of her career. She's mm -hmm. only been in a few things, but I guess she's been cast in quite a few things in the next year. Oh, okay, yeah. Her IMDb so, has like nothing on it. Yeah. Well, she was great. I didn't. I didn't like the guy as much. Who is a butterfly? I found myself rooting against him. Like I, why? <laughs> I just, I didn't, I, I didn't. There's something about him that just didn't click with me. He Have you a, not seen movies he's been in? No, I am unfamiliar. You've never with seen him. Hugo. He wasn't Hugo. Yes. I have seen movies he's been. Oh, you know where I know him from? Hmm. He was Ender in Ender's Game. Yes. I just don't like his face. That's what it he is. He has a face. I remember yeah. watching uh, Ender's Game and being like, I just don't like the, I just don't like his face. <laughs> Stupid old face. Stupid old face. He wasn't Hugo. Yeah. You want to talk about a movie that everyone forgets oh, happened? I love that movie. I know it's good, but it's good. literally everyone will forget that it happened. Martin Scorsese, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it won a bunch of Oscars. Yeah. But again... Sasha Baron Cohen was great in. I think he was up for a supporting, maybe oh, even. Yeah. But again, ain't nobody gonna. It, no one remembers it. Hmm. I remember it. I remember it. But I liked him. I, it was something about there. I don't know if it's that he came across to me as like impish or what. But there's hmm. just I believed her energy and her chemistry. Right. His I had trouble tapping into as much. Hmm. They do a good job of making her look quirky. It's like. And I guess I appreciate that a little bit about England. It's like it's not all about beauty. Mm -hmm. And like these two are clearly in love. Like they don't spend a lot of time trying to convince you of why he would love her. Yeah. Even though she's lower class than him. Um, on the Titanic, he'd be on the top deck and she'd be definitely. in steerage. Definitely. Yeah. She would be having fun in the fiddle party. Absolutely. Mm. Decorating wherever she found the decorations. Um, oh my god I can't picture her making a, a popcorn wreath in the bottom decks of the Titanic <laughs> just like well we're gonna have a good holiday finding the toilet paper and making garlands um, but sometimes I feel like they like kind of overshined her with her hair and her hat and it's like could she take off that freaking hat every now and then or like I don't know I saw her in the interview and I was like oh she's very pretty but you can't tell so much in the oh, movie. She she's attractive in the movie. She is striking in some of these pictures mm -hmm. of her on like the red carpet thing. I mean, like take your breath away, striking. Mm -hmm. Like if I saw her at a party, I would probably awkwardly say hello and then spend the next three hours avoiding her because I would be worried <laughs> I said hello wrong. Uh, well, at least the, she said hello. I know it would have been a bumbling hello for sure. <laughs> Her inhaler, yeah, almost was a Chekhov's inhaler, and then it came yeah. because they, they, they. What happened in the beginning? He well, ran it, it to gave her it or away. Something. 
yeah, he's like, don't forget your inhaler. And then when she was at his dad's house, she was pretending that she was in the forces, the mil- the armed mm. forces or whatever it was that he was supposed to be in school for. And then she took a puff of her inhaler, which gave away that she wouldn't have been in that because they don't take oh, asthmatic. Yeah. So then he starts digging through and finds out that his son dropped out of the military academy or whatever. And then she decides to leave. She's so miserable. He yelled at her. She's out in the woods at night. And then she left her inhaler just like she left her phone. She left her inhaler back at the house. She's like collapsing. This movie almost took a hard <laughs> left turn. I mean, yeah. like it's all it's all upbeat and very. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of levity and laughter and all this. And then there's a woman dying in yeah. the snow. That they're like, well, better go find her hey and why is every street in this town like a back road through the woods that's their property they're still on their property like that's how it is in england like they have because those are old estates surrounded by a town and that's why towns are like blah blah shire blah blah because that's somebody's last name Mm -hmm. who was the estate Mm -hmm. and that's the town for all the people who worked at that estate then had a little like town area Mm -hmm. so like it is all back roads up to the house basically it just it felt very like i, I guess mean you saw here, the holiday but, it's like that i did see the holiday that was a delightful yeah. movie yeah i think we've done uh we've done a few british christmas movies mm. and i'm beginning to think that you just steer it that direction because you'd like <laughs> british I holiday movies. i sure do <laughs> you're I, not wrong i could see you doing very well holidaying abroad well, yeah, I would like to go to there. That would be fun. Sarah, what? oh, that's what I've wondered. I had written in my notes. I'm glad this jumped into my mind. With you loving being an Anglophile so much, I've never once seen in your house the paper crowns. On, and I've been here for Christmas Eve, and I've yeah, never once seen... Yeah, we did those actually at Thanksgiving this year, which oh, did was you? weird. But I yeah. never, I would always, once I figured out that they were in Doctor Who, is how I learned they were a thing. Yeah, I figured that you yeah. would have crackers, which are different than poppers that help you dance. Crackers have little hats <laughs> in them. Well, and poppers, I think of as the things you uh, have at New Year's Eve that pop, mm-hmm. like... I'm thinking of a different popper. I know you are. I'm thinking of the one for disco dancing. Yes. Uppers. <laughs> no, these are crackers. Christmas crackers. And, uh, I mean, I literally just put one in my Secret Santa's, like, thing, uh, like, a week ago. What so. the, where do you get them? Uh, they have them at Hallmark. Oh. They have them at Kroger, too. But they have the hat in them, right? Yeah. Okay. And good. then a little toy. Okay. And, like, a chocolate. I'm just surprised yeah. that, again, for all the times I've been at your house on Christmas, that <laughs> yeah. it's not, like, your children. I, I could see <laughs> both of your daughters running around excitedly with paper hats on. Well, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, and the other thing I found weird is they didn't say Happy Christmas. They said Merry Christmas. That did also catch I'm my like, ear. But isn't it Happy Christmas in England? Doctor Who would lead me to believe that that's the case. Is this for an American audience? But the director, James O'Hanlon, I think, he directed some episodes of Catastrophe. Oh, I like that show. Yeah. I did like that show a lot. Yeah. Oh. So I think, you know, he's a confident British director. He's a strong, confident British man. Yeah, confident in himself and his Britishness. <laughs> he doesn't feel Why? like he has to show he would it off. change it to Merry Christmas. Par- so, again, friend Will that we've talked about who has British parents who mm-hmm. have, like, real accents. I mean, they're, like, it is... <laughs> yeah. it, it, they're British. Yeah, like, they're British. You know within the first 
half of a word. Like they take a breath and it sounds very British. Mm -hmm. And I've known him since college, freshman year. So now 19 years I've known him probably. 18, 19 years I've known him. I have been asking since I found out his parents were British, freshman year of college, Mm -hmm. for him to do a British accent. He and won't do it. He refuses and he'll go. It's not a parlor trick. I just take out every once in a while and then put away. It's like 20 years later, man. Maybe wow. just one time. But I have. Just get him real drunk. Well, that's what I've heard you need to do. <laughs> his, his friends that have known him since grade school say that if you get him drunk enough, he will do it. And they say it is flawless. Well, makes sense. I know. But he and I've been around him when he's very drunk. And he does lots of things, but none of them are a British accent. Well, you got to prompt him. I think I could probably find a good looking woman at the bar next time that could prompt him better than I. (laughs) (laughs) I think at this point, the cat and mouse game is over. I I will say this. Every once in a while, he does do some very funny British things, or at least what I interpret as British. So like my dad's wake thing. Um, he was just, it was like at this little coffee ice creamy shop that a, a friend owned and whatnot. And Will's just sitting. He had a wake in an ice cream shop. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a friend of my dad's who owns Mozart's cafe used to own a, an yeah. ice cream shop. And he just huh. said, you know, we had done a lot of work and trade over the years. And he's a friend and my dad arranged with him prior to his, my dad negotiated his own wake. All right. He went, he went while he was still alive and sat down and was like, Hey, on, and we've done this amount of work, this blah, blah, blah. Let's, what can we mm-hmm. do this? And so that's how they worked it out. So mm-hmm. we had, and I always thought that was neat. My dad negotiated his own wake, very somber, <laughs> but it like made sense of you met my dad. And you're like, of course he did. And so on and had this really, he put on a beautiful spread. He has piano player come from Mozart's and play hmm. piano. And it was very, I mean, it's cool. really nice. And he did it to the nines, but it was in an ice cream shop. He had at that point, and Will is sitting at a little, little, um, and he was trying to make it like fancy ice cream, not like a Jenny's weird flavors, mm. but like fancy. So it had like, I don't want to say like a Parisian-y type Go feel to man. it, but yeah, it was like the upper scale. Mm-hmm. And there was just this little like one top chair in the corner that Will was sitting at by himself with his little like jacket with the leather patches on. Oh, and he had his like little coffee cup and like one <laughs> little pastry and he was reading the newspaper with his legs crossed and oh, I walked in God. just by himself. And it, it, it was like snapshot out of uh, what I picture him looking like in england i mean it was it was pretty perfect well when brian and i went to london in 2019 we saw a play and i think i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast but the guy in the play was like will we were like will what are you doing up there get down from there it was like spot really on. spot on and he's a pretty well known uh like stage he's been on some screens mm. and it's, it's just well so do you know this actor's name off the top of your head <laughs> hmm. hold on because i would be curious to look it up for my own for my own devices his name is tom burke tom U-R-K-E. it's a it's a burkey mm-hmm yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see it. They oh, my God. They stand in the yeah. same way. No, this one, there's one and photo like, of it. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Just very Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Will was feeling and, then, really... and this is complimentary. That's a handsome gentleman. This yeah, Tom right? This Tom Burke, Berkey, is a, that's a handsome gentleman. Mm-hmm. Hell of a jawline on him. Huh. Right? It's just Will. Oh, then maybe I need to look up videos of him talking to get my fill of, it, my fill of yeah. Will talking with a British accent. It would just be Will. Well, with the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
there was all, there was one other thing in this movie that felt like so the movie did have a lot of things in it that I wonder if the writer started out with a lot of really like a lot of ideas and unfortunately had to like boil them yeah. down and get rid of some because there, there was the one that caught me and and I didn't I didn't think anything of it till the tail end and I wonder if I went back and looked if I'd catch more things but so he gave her a book as she was leaving. Um, of like, uh, you know, a shoebox of, of, of memories and sepia-toned love in. No, it, it's, uh, uh, he gave her that like memory book that had like a... a That's right. That was the gift yeah, that, that she was wasn't gift. supposed but, to open. But, but when she opened and she looked at it, it was something on the first page, and I don't remember exactly what it said, but it, it said something about it, it was worth the wait or something about waiting. Yeah. It, it implied that like... Was this worth the wait? Worth the, yeah, it was something about like there was there had been something missing and it finally was here and acknowledging a waiting. And then if you were listening and it's right as I was about to turn the movie off, the song at the end had a line that said, I, I hope this is the last Christmas I'm waiting for you. Something to that effect. Hmm. And it just felt like for those two things, it made me wonder if there may have been, uh, might've been a couple other small things in between that I had missed. Cause it seemed very disp- disparate for like, why are you going to write that on this? And then right. the very last song also has this exact same sentiment when you could have written anything on that book. Because hmm. to write, I, I, well, I you think were worth it was, the wait seems very specific. Well, I, I thought it was related to the present because when she first opened it, mm-hmm. he wrote inside, oh. he wrote, you couldn't even wait till you got home. And so she's like, she stops oh, okay. and then like opens it farther. And it was like, is, is this worth the wait? Or this was worth the wait mm. or something. So I think it was like he was trying to get her to not immediately tear into the gift. Okay. Like, wait, wait till you're at least home. Okay. So I'm re- I might just be reading too much into there being a song at the end. It's just, I it's right as, so. right as I was about to hit that. I mean, hmm. literally my, my finger was hovering over it and is like, hmm. I hope this is the last Christmas without you. And yes, I did start misting up because it just caught me the right way. Aww. It's like, you son of a bitch movie. I, I thought know. I'd made it out clean this time. Damn it. You did it to me again. Yeah. Um. I mean, his talk with her dad, Daniel May's character, that got me... That was a good um, one. That absolutely was a good yeah. one. He's for him being a actor that can ha- it can play heroin addict and cop <laughs> to play doofy yet sincere dad. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I'm not joking. Like that's range. He said he was just excited to play something different, and he really liked the script. And that's what Asa Butterfield said too. He said, "I don't usually do Christmas movies, but the script was just so fun." And that's why I don't really understand all the hate in like a lot of the reviews about it just being drivel and this is just like conventional trash it's nothing better than a hallmark movie and i'm like i think it's better i think it's better than a hallmark movie absolutely yeah i mean it's certainly got that like classic like artifice at the center of it Mm. but it's not like they're trying to hide it that's the whole thing of the movie yeah but I wouldn't. But it's not tongue and cheeky. I feel like I feel like Hallmark movies. They're winking a lot at it. They, hmm, you know. Yeah. I feel like this. They were like, that's what's there, but we're doing a good job with it. Yeah, I, they I don't had know. high quality actors. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's like situ. It's a situation, you know. Well, because we did we did that one Hallmark movie that was like the Christmas Ghost. Or whatever. Yeah, oh and again, God. that one felt very like we're winking at the camera a lot. Did yeah. you enjoy how silly that would look? There's a gazebo, you know, that type of thing. Oh, hmm. I felt like this while it hit well, a lot. I of the- find those Hallmarks to be so sincere to be annoying. Like, I don't find them all that You funny. find them sincere? I would yeah. say they're more, like, emotionally manipulative to some extent. No, they they believe their oh, own oh, sincerity. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Is what I mean. Like, mm. they are, like, 
you know, this is what's happening. And you're like, you just have to go along for the ride. I don't know. Whereas this one, I just felt like it was fun. Yeah. It was good. And it has some things like wishing you'd get into some stuff like the magician a little bit more or a little bit more explanation about stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But like, and I thought it was fun that it had the twist where it was like, is she engaged? Yeah, that was that was out of left field too. Yeah, man, how much did you hate that guy too? The Ugh. minute he hit the screen, he was awful. He played a shit heel pretty well. Yeah, and I love that dude being like, well, maybe we should take this outside, yeah. and they're all just like, he's gonna kill you. He's absolutely <laughs> yeah. gonna kill you. Don't do this. He's ripped. Yeah, and her brothers were great. Like, I feel like they hit all the notes that were just like fun yeah and like and the ant the ant flirty like yeah, yeah you're right nothing they... i thought felt so i didn't find anything annoyingly trite mm. but i found that it hit the notes i was expecting mm. does that make sense no it does but that doesn't make it a bad thing like right. I, I saw i'm tired of movies that are like let's reinvent this or let's do this like the movie spirited fuck that movie mm. That movie is like a reinvention of the Dickens Christmas Carol where every year the ghosts pick someone else to fix. And it become it became so convoluted and so like, who's actually getting fixed and what's happening? And Ryan Reynolds is talking a mile a minute. And why are we listening to these people who aren't singers singing through the whole freaking movie? It's just unnecessary. I'm like, why do we have to do this? Why not just tell a nice story about two people who get on the wrong train Mm. and their families are silly in expectedly high class and working class ways? Yeah. When I I read a review of something else that kind of echoed what you said that like why nowadays does everyone think because a thing is predictable, that means it's bad. Like sometimes that's a sign. It's actually a sign of good storytelling. If you go, well, A (laughs) to B to C. So D must come. Oh, no, Z. Where did Z come from? Like that's Mm not that. It, it, we don't need to do that. No, we don't. And it doesn't make it a good, it doesn't make it a good story when you do that. It doesn't make it a bad story when you don't. It's right. like, no, that is storytelling. Like, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum. <sighs> and I found it to be more of like kind of the classic rom com in a way where it's like, this is the thing keeping us apart, mm-hmm. or this is the thing we're having to work against, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's whatever, or, you know, whether it's your family or your location or, um, your past and then coming together and finding the joy in the Christmas season. And that's why I think the Christmas rom-coms are fun is because you've got that to fall back on, yes. you know, mm-hmm. like the joy of it. Well, you know where you kind of know where you're going to end up in the end too. It's yeah. the, you know, the destination so right. you can really enjoy the journey. You know, exactly. you're not, you're not panicked looking around like, Oh no, where are we going? Are we going to Utah? <laughs> what we, are we, we doing? I also loved in this movie, the, when I guess we were talking about accents, how when he lies, he gets a Scottish accent. Yeah. And that was a good one. And I thought it'd be fun. Maybe else. Like, she said, like, just be an actor. Aren't you studying to be an actor? She's like, well, I just, it all comes out Scottish. And then he goes, oh, yeah, some guy. I, 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 like, a, I like the men a wee bit. <laughs> yeah. No. And then his dad at the end to play off the acting thing they almost lost me for a half a second because at the end the dad's like you know that i could take away stop giving you money i could take mm-hmm. this away and this away I'm like wait what the fuck movie we just had a whole thing where they like everybody was friendly <laughs> and then the dad goes and like 
but I'm a, I'm I'm a bit something like I'm a bit of an actor myself. Or you're not the only yeah, good actor in, in the family. family. It's like he's a, That's not, good. not that he did Summerstock or something, but like uh, yeah. Hamlet or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was like a really neat little bow to put on <laughs> yeah. the end of it. Of like, no, he said I played something in King Lear. He was like he played the girl part of some Shakespeare. <laughs> but I thought that was a perfect little bow to put on it, where it's not just like. I'm cool with what's going, you know, like cool with, you know, I thought mm. you're in the military and now you're into this, but it's like, no, I actually, I have a bit of stage experience myself, yeah, even if it is a ludicrous thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is interesting. It says holiday rom-coms are popular for many reasons. This is from the Atlantic. Mm. So they layer their cheese with more skill than a Napolitano pizza. Their plots are soothingly predictable. But I'd argue for another explanation. The film's core audience is women. And for many women, the holidays may involve joy and togetherness, but also a lot of work. So true. (laughs) Cooking, cleaning, baking, hosting, card sending, gift buying, gift wrapping. Right. But holiday rom-coms, by contrast, are distinctly effort-free zones. Their sets sparkle with lights hung by unseen hands. Their mugs of whipped cream and cocoa are not made so much as they materialize. Their lush trees shed... <laughs> Their lush trees shed no needles. That is, that's something you warm up for before you sing. Their lush, lush trees, trees shed, shed no, no needles. needles. <laughs> yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Yeah. leaves leave no needles. It says, who put these objects in place and when? The real answer is production assistance, but the broader answer for the film's purposes is that you don't need to be asking at all. The point is the opulent doneness that permeates every setting. The cookies are made. The bowls are mixed and washed. All that remains is the manufactured magic and the reassurance that comes with it. Just sit back and relax. Everything's been taken care of. Which is true. Yeah, you get to bask in the ho- like the most opulent looking holiday ever and not do yeah. any work whatsoever. But you get all the merriment. It's just so fun. Because I think so much of that brings so much work to females especially Mm. the moms they make the magic they do the thing like everyone's like this is such a great season it's so magical it's like it's magical for you it's a lot of work well i mean for the person who's doing it i mean it's a joke at this point the pictures of dads as the kids are opening gifts and uh realizing (laughs) going the first time that they know that that's Mm -hmm. what Yep. (laughs) my dad would uh it might add out absolutely no. I well no, I think he had some idea to some extent, right. but he started like and I don't remember what age this started, and it wasn't every year. I think it was just when he found something that tickled his fancy. But sure. every once in a while there would be a gift that was clearly off mom's radar and there was a look that would be on her <laughs> face of like, What exactly are we doing? <laughs> like what is this? I'm just as curious to see what this is too. And I can't mm. remember off the top of my head any specific, you know, one mm-hmm. gift. But it would always actually one I can't remember. It was a, a wrench I keep in my truck that was like this weird multi-wrench thing Hmm. that I thought was the dumbest thing when he gave to me and has saved me many times on the side of the freeway this one stupid wrench that I remember being like the fuck am I gonna do with this and it has saved me so many and it was that was the like you know, and my sister would get the same gift. thing where it was just like mom had handled all of this, and, you know, <laughs> and then there's this dad, then there's one dad gift. And it was yeah. always not wrapped the same. That's how you knew what it was. Oh, it was yeah. always kind of like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my stepdad is a really excellent gift giver. So whenever that was the gift, it was always like something really nice, oh. like a pair of really nice earrings Ooh. or like with my mom, it was always like 
some fancy jewelry or like mm. an Hermes scarf or mm. something. It was like, oh shit, dad's been doing some buying. And he always, it was like the last thing. He would like hide it from behind the tree. It'd be and like then, a Red Rider BB gun. Like what's this <laughs> yeah, back here behind the couch? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And or he, the Oprah, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or wasn't that, wasn't that, no, that was Steve Jobs, one more thing. Hey, Oprah oh did yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But then my dad, Patrick, mm-hmm. Was is was and is a terrible gift giver. He is a lovely man who means well, but like man. And then like my parents being divorced, I think my stepmom would let him like choose whatever for me, and it was always so random. I mean, I'm picturing like in Shit's Creek where Johnny gets Stevie the uh, like case of makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, He gave me some silk underwear when I was like nine. I don't know how to handle this information. (laughs) He gave me an alligator in three pieces that you set on the carpet and then it looks like it's like coming out of the water. Do you still have that? Are you serious? Because you could put on a glass table. You could put on that table I'm looking at right now to look like an alligator. I like that one. Okay. I like that one a lot better than the first one. (laughs) He gave me some aspen, gold-dipped aspen leaf earrings. But the thing is... They weren't just like casts of little, small aspen leaves. They were full-sized, like inch in diameter aspen leaves. And I was like 12. I'm like, what am I going to do with these giant ass leaves that are gold depths? And he's like, I was in Aspen. I'm like, okay, that means nothing to me. I was in the airport near Aspen. <laughs> and then he, this year, got every grandkid the exact same thing and gave them to the mall last weekend for some reason, which was a large lamp of a tree and all of the ends of the trees have LED lights on the end and you can shape it in different ways. Wait, is, didn't they have that when I was at their house for Thanksgiving? Didn't they yep. have that tree in the... Yes. <laughs> so he bought himself one and then everybody else. Did he get a deal, like a 10-pack? <laughs> he just thought they were cool. And he does that. Well, he'll buy everyone that. And it's like, okay, thank you. And luckily, June is obsessed with oh, it. Oh, I bet. Absolutely. She loves it. Yeah. But everyone else is just like, huh. And Carol texted us ahead of time. She's like, FYI, all the kids are getting this. Please act excited. That's <laughs> like, so funny. Just so ridiculous see i think i would enjoy like that type of whole hog gift giving like yeah i'm just we're doing this i'm just gonna like when i was at your parents house for thanksgiving they had a three foot tall 40 40 inch what did we settle on <laughs> 36 36 inch tall pepper mill yeah. like working pepper working mill. pepper yeah. mill Full, fully wood and the his eyes lit up oh, when someone so acknowledged happy. the pepper mill and it makes me wonder like if someone next time i see him to say hey those trees are pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> just so i can see the light Thanks. in his eyes he'll be so happy yeah i yes. thought it was a pretty neat tree but that's... he's nothing if not enthusiastic I really do just picture him walking into Costco and seeing a 10-pack. Oh, for sure. He ordered those off the internet. I see him checking into Costco.com. You ordered and my stepmom. <laughs> he knew she was into Hamilton. And I think he just clicks on the Instagram ads. I think that's what it is. Mm. So he ordered her a sweatshirt that has oh, wait, no, is the he Lafayette cl- on the front. Like it has the full suit. Like painted onto the front so that when you wear the sweatshirt it looks like you're wearing like an old revolutionary 
jacket. Yeah, she's going to wear that out. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to get a lot of... Did he buy two for when she wears out the first one? I know, right? And it's not even like Hamilton themed. It doesn't say Hamilton on it. It's just a a sweatshirt with the jacket painted on the front as if you're wearing... Oh, that's fantastic. The jacket. She was so confused. That's fantastic. He thought it was, quote, neat. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think it's neat, too. You always wonder who clicks on that stuff and <laughs> buys dad. it and I have an answer. <laughs> to the point where when we get ads that are ridiculous, we'll send them to each other and be like, this is something dad would buy. <laughs> have you ever thought about buying it for him? He wouldn't oh, get the joke. Sure. Okay, would he get the joke at all or it'd be like know. an inside? I don't think he gets half of the things that we laugh about. <laughs> <laughs> But God love him. Mm, that's a he's he's a fun guy. He's there. All right, Sarah. Should we run through? Is that about all you have for the actual movie itself? Any further notes on the movie? No, I don't think so. Should we run through if this is a romantic comedy to some extent? Yes. Okay. So it's uh, what do we start with? Not we don't have oh. a me cute. Oh, we don't have a me cute. No, we're oh, in medias res. I wish we would have gotten like a flashback. That would be fun. Yeah, but this movie mm. didn't really have. It's not a flashback movie. No, it's that's not. unfortunate. It's an it's a yeah. it's a snapshot. Movie. Yeah, hmm. it's a Polaroid. Yeah, I still would have liked. Yeah, I still would have liked. Uh, okay, no me cute. Fine. Huh. The huh. reason huh. the reason they can't be together is they go to the wrong places. Yeah, and well, then the you, bad weather, which doesn't look bad at all. Did you see the telegraphing from moment one? Is they're walking into the train station to the platform nine and three quarters f- and the fake snowflake? No, the oh. the newsstand right there had written on it Christmas travel chaos oh yeah I did see that yeah so mm-hmm. or so no 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 simply says snow forecast colon chaos. Christmas travel chaos <laughs> so they were already telling us like and it's it takes it's up probably happen. like a quarter of this it's big for a second yeah yeah hmm. um the funny thing is they filmed this in August. Really? Yeah. So they so were all they just super they were hot. Hot the whole time. And the director kept having to yell, It's cold, remember it's cold. And then I apparently Asa Butterfield just kept having to say, I'm shivering, I'm shivering, just to like get himself in that mindset because it was really, really warm. That's funny. You hear of movies where they do the opposite and they have to put ice cubes in their mouth before they go outside so their breath won't show. Oh. There's been a couple movies I can't nothing, none are jumping to mind right now, That's but where they'll be outside in like short sleeves and all of that, and the trick huh. is yeah they'll suck on an ice cube right before they go to an outside scene Ooh. like walking. Wow. Yeah, hmm. I would honestly take that over being in the heat with oh, coats me too. on. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I can always warm up. Yep. Okay, so we right there with you. Yep. Um, we have two montages, right? We have the one where she's decorating. We have the decorate, which I love the decorating montage. Fun. And they're doing the... And she does a great job. And he's doing like the salon thing. With them yeah, he's doing the too. spa day with the ladies because they think he's gay. Yeah. So he's in that, <laughs> what appears to be a blow-up jacuzzi. Hot tub? Yeah, where was that hot tub? Was that a... In th- a bathroom? That was not outside. No. <laughs> it was very confusing. I'm like, where, what... Did they? And the only reason I know what those are is because one of Brian's friends in college, who went to UD with us, had a had one hot tub that he put in the basement of his house. That's brilliant. And he used to stand on the porch at like two a.m. whenever I was coming home from the mm. bars and yell, "We have a hot tub." Yeah, I would. I would have done that. And he definitely got girls into it. <laughs> well, it they started, and then they just started taking off their bathing suits in there. Yeah. Like, I don't. Well, just because you're gay doesn't mean. 
I'm going to take off my swimsuit. Yeah. And like, Especially with like my family around me. And people I've just met. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> yeah. good. Wait, what was the second montage? You that said there was were it. two. No, you said there were two montages. At him doing that. Oh, it, but it was one simultaneous montage. It was all together. together. Yeah, it was all oh, just one. Yeah, it was bad. all just one. Yeah. But we do have a montage and a good one. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. What's the song to that one? I don't remember. I'm looking. I'm actually looking at the soundtrack right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Amazon. Oh, wait, it's only showing the Amazon originals. <laughs> How dare they? I did not. I don't think I wrote it down. Let me check. Maybe hmm. I did write it down because I know I made a comment about it. About the soundtrack? About the the montage. Let's see. Um, I have. This yeah. is this it. Is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is a Becca version? The reason I know is I it's, it's a Gap commercial. Isn't oh. it Gap commercial? Or no. Old Candles Navy? Low. <laughs> Lots of mistletoe. Lots of snow and ice Everywhere we go Why you singing carols Right outside my door All these things and more All these things and more That's what Christmas means to me, my love So either way, we have a great montage to That's that song. One. Yeah. And I would say, overall, there's, there's a lot of like... Um, interstitial type stuff like yeah like the driving song is one of the things on the soundtrack like or the driving but it's or you're driving home so either way mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs that are just like made up for the movie mm-hmm. and but it's it's good overall like you know that mm-hmm. that stuck with you they hit all the notes they probably had a limited budget they couldn't spend a lot of money on like you I know mean, it seems like they got some solid songs they did the ones they had for yeah, an yeah. Amazon What's original. What I'm saying? i think they spent the money well I we did didn't too. need to go for mariah carey we get, no. we get you know the staves Who and a couple others that? yeah um the other thing that hits a trope is like the fiance appearing kind yes. of thing that's a thing secret fiance yeah that happens in a lot where it's like <gasps> surprise that did feel really thrown in because it was really only part of the plot for maybe five minutes tops. Yeah. But it was just the it right amount good. of spice. And it yeah. threw chaos. Yes. Yes. Into it. And it was just spicy. It was Is fun. The, what kind of psycho do you have to be, though, to show up at someone's house like that? Well, they found him at the bar. Did they? Oh, yeah. And they brought him right. home. Yeah, I would not and go with that. I would go. He was with lonely. I've been very lonely. Sarah. He was home on break from the military. Sarah, or I've been very lonely on Christmas and alone. You know what I don't do? Mm-hmm. Pick up the phone and call girls that dumped me. You know, like... well, no, she called their house, and then they put him. Well, on I know, the but phone. he still was. Well, he was still going there. I've never shown up at a yeah. like a, a girl. I've never knocked on a. I, I don't know. I've been pretty lonely before, and I still wouldn't go do this. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either. But he's British. No, I'm kidding. He's <laughs> an idiot, clearly. British, you shy. <laughs> He's a British one. Uh, no. Uh, we don't really get any sassy side friends. I guess the, the housekeeper well, and the and aunt. The aunt. Yeah. I'd say the aunt. On his side, it's... Uh, well, on his it, his part of the story, it's her aunt. And her part of the story, like the one that she act- talks to is the housekeeper, right? Yeah, but I might almost say it's not sassy, but our comedic relief on that side is the grandfather that we don't know is the grandfather. Definitely. That like almost shoots her and then... Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. And he's always the muttering fence, things. Yeah, I would actually say he's like faint. not the sassy... Well, he is kind of sa- different kind of sassy. <laughs> He's saying Comedic stuff about like this. You guys are never gonna make them cider like we make up here, and you know why? <laughs> you don't care enough. 
Yeah. Like, Maybe that's what my British lives? accent needs is more like a Dudley Moore Drunk. after a couple drinks. Drunk and old. That's actually not a bad Dudley Moore I've got going on right there now. You, go. you got it. Yeah, there we did it. Nailed it. We cra- hour and a half and we finally cracked it. <laughs> uh, I, but I would say that her dad gives James the back to reality Absolutely. speech. Yes, I 100% you know. would agree with that. And, um, and a good one. Yeah. Uh, location slash city. We don't get like classic, but we get fun. Yeah. You know, it's the location is important. Yeah. But it's not like a significant thing. Yeah. It's it's to set up these somewhat slobs versus snobs that we get right. into. But right. other than that, it could be name any city Kendall. in the UK. Right. Right. Other than London. Cheerio. Um, levity. There's a lot Tons. of levity. Oh, this movie is. Uh, if you're having a bad day, this a movie. A lot of physical up. comedy. A lot of physical comedy. Yeah, for sure. Especially with her, she's got a lot of physicality. Yeah, yeah. To her, he's a lot drier, you know. Mm. But still, the gilet. We didn't even talk about oh, the, the gilet. gilet. What is a gilet? It's just is a, it just the name for a it's vest. It's just a jacket without sleeves. So a vest, basically. Okay, yeah. but it still has like a. Uh, like a fur collar kind of. And, and it's like, called a gilet. Gilet. Yeah. Which I'd never heard. Did you immediately look it up? No, I actually didn't. But I just like that they call him gilet. How do you even think? How would you fathom a guess that that is J-E-L, spelled? Or G-E-L-E-E. G-E-L-L-E. Do you L-E-E. know that? L-E-E. Are you guessing? Yeah. Okay, let's see. It brought up a French painter. Let me let me Ooh. see if I write Gilly Coat. Gilet. Coat. Geller. It's bringing up a Robert Geller coats. No. Uh, coats for men. All right. Well, either way, let's keep go- <laughs> let's keep going. But um, subgenre. Well, it's a holiday. It's just it's a holiday. It's a holiday. Rom-com. Yeah, yeah, it's a holiday rom com. Yeah. It, it hits like our holiday tropes. We got to be together for Christmas. Yeah. And it's an ensemble. Very too. much so, yeah. It has all the, you know. Everybody's doing a little bit of lifting. Yeah. Uh, real world advice, again, from the dad, mm-hmm. right, about losing your parent. And then the housekeeper, too, I think, yeah. provides that for her. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good message, too, about, like, the... It's hidden in it a little, not hidden, hidden, but it's not the overarching thing, but about like, you know, loss and coming to terms with loss yeah. and like, and also how being to really your true self. self. Yeah. Like, not, you know, not letting loss completely hide who you are. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, and also like all the advice she gets, even though she does some questionable things, is like, just keep on being you. Don't let anyone stop you, kind mm. of. And for him, it's like, be your authentic self and don't. You know, be someone just because you have a long history of, you know, mm. royalty or whatever. So it's got some good messages yeah, self, in it. So, what is the word? Self uh, confirmation. Mm. Is that the right word? I don't know. It sounds good. Sure. It gets your message across. <laughs> so suck it, places that gave a bad review of this movie. Yeah. This will set you up pretty good if you're having a rough Shut holiday up. season. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. And it's nothing that you haven't seen before, probably, but it's solid. Yeah. It's well acted. It has fun music. It's not going to 
get weird on you. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it 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 does for half a second with the die, almost dying with no inhaler in the middle of nowhere. Well, yeah. But you got to have that. That's integral to That's you know, fun. any Christmas That's like, story. woo, <laughs> this is dangerous. So then are you, if you were, again, putting a number, we haven't done this in a while, yeah. one to ten, ten being quintessential rom-com, one being mm. not at all. If you were putting a number on this, where are you putting it? I mean, it's very, very in there. Yeah. I, I, mean, I would like give it a nine, nine yeah. and the only reason I'm saying nine is we didn't have our meat cute, and I, I really wanted, I really would have loved to we see We don't get a still a very good sense of their relationship. Yeah. We get a good sense of the family dynamics yeah. and all that, but them together themselves, yeah. it's much more the plot is driven by everybody else and the situation, mm. not by their relationship. But it still is like... The romance is them being together is what the movie is about. Yeah. That's the ultimate return, Mm. right? And what the goal is. And they seem to really do have chemistry. Yeah, I thought they had pretty good chemistry. I I just couldn't get into him. I don't know what it is. (laughs) His big old watery eyes. Just a stupid face. He's just got a (laughs) stupid face. It's a very British face. Is it a British face? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Pale white skin. Big watery eyes. Come on. Well, that's great. Well, do we have anything? <laughs> that is great. It's <laughs> great British. That's great. Great British face-off. Yes. Um, all right. Well, then, do we have any? Is there anything else, Sarah? No. Give the usual. Well, you know, uh, what is? How do I always do it with our theme song? I don't know. I forget what my <laughs> spiel is for that now. Well, hey, if you like our theme song, check it. It's Love by the band This Is My Suitcase. Check them out. Oh, they did, I believe. I think they put out or are putting out a new album. Ooh. And I know also that, you know, I think Joe got married. Like a lot of fun things happened. He definitely for got married and had a kid. Okay. Yeah, or is having a kid. Or either had yeah, a kid. Or this is a while ago that we last talked about having a kid. Well, either way. Okay. Well, <laughs> like either, a year ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. huh. Well, either way, you know, so that, but I think they put out a new album too. And I think. Unless I thought they I have saw the gestation period of an elephant. It may, well, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I've never had a baby, sir. I can't say definitively how long they have to stay in there. Uh, not 13 months. Says you. That's your opinion. Okay. This is your opinion. Man. <laughs> uh, and I think someone else in the band got a grant or some sort of artistic grant, but I might be making that up. Either way, if you huh. like it, this is my suitcase. Check it out. They're pretty cool people. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Sarah, this. Oh, and our goal. We're going to start doing this again. I've been Yay. busy, and it's like my fault. But we have met over the last year that we kind of took a hiatus. So many interesting people that mm. want to come on and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, a They're friend of ours that owns a, us. Well, a friend of ours that owns a reindeer farm wants to come on and yes. do Shrek specifically. Yes. We have another friend, Quinn, who is an absolute lunatic in the best way, and she desperately <laughs> wants to come on too. And I am, What is she gonna do? I have no clue what she's gonna do. Huh. And much like most of her life, I doubt she knows what she's doing. But oh, I bet no, she has an idea. She she does. She'll oh, and she's probably sitting at her desk right now going, oh, oh, me? <laughs> she must come on to defend herself. She will. Oh, and she'll, you guys can pick on me. And we might even, we might, may, we may, we may, might. may be able, able to get a former NPR celebrity oh, yeah. newscaster on, though. Local. You know. Well, National. I mean, yeah, I mean. Na- lo- the nation's sweetheart. Wait, what is it? It's uh, global? Global local. local. <laughs> NPR News. <laughs> so we may, so either way, we've got some exciting things coming up, and we'll, we'll start putting more of these out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So It's WOSU News. Global. Local. 
yeah. I want there to be a third thing, but I know there's not. Like Why? Glo- global, local, like, lo- like newprint, little, yellow, different. Oh. Take two of these. <laughs> it was an, it was an ad. It's global, local. Global, local. Yeah, global. Okay. Local. I had fun singing. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog is looking at the nativity scene. 